And that's one of the things as we go through this journey. You can usually tell when you're starting to feel overwhelmed or stressed. You know your signs. And when you start to understand what those are, then you can use your tools to interrupt the pattern of those negative emotions. Hi, I'm Shelly Covert, and I have a question for you. Are you tired of putting on a fake smile and pretending you're happy when you're really not? Are you ready to stop chasing happiness and create it instead? This world we live in makes us believe we need something newer or bigger or better to be happy. But guess what? That's not real happiness. I'm going to teach you what I've learned about creating real, authentic happiness. So if you're ready to stop faking it and be happy for real, you're in the right place. This is the Make Happiness Happen podcast. We just got back from our annual trip to Estes Park, Colorado, and when we go to Estes, we spend as much time as possible hiking in Rocky Mountain National Park. Now, if you've never been to Rocky Mountain National Park and you love the outdoors, then this is a place you need to add to your bucket list because it is absolutely gorgeous. Um, I've learned over the past few years that the mountains, they are my happy place, and Rocky Mountain National Park... Well, it really is my favorite place on earth. I mean, we haven't even been home for 24 hours and I already miss it. (laughs) So as I was unpacking today, I started thinking about ways that I could bring my happy place here home with me. Um, You know, mountains, that's just not something that we have a lot of here in Nebraska. So every year on the trip, I do take a lot of pictures and videos, but I usually just leave them on my phone and randomly throughout the year, I'll scroll back through them. But most of the time I end up looking at them when we are on our trip again and I'm comparing them to the pictures that I'm taking that year. So they kind of sit on my phone and just don't get a lot of use. So I started trying to think of some things I could do differently this year with all of those pictures and videos. And I got to thinking that maybe I would make a picture book or a photo book, um, one of like the digital ones. And I really just love the idea of creating kind of that digital scrapbook and then printing it out so that I could have a copy of it here. And when I have that feeling that, you know, maybe I'm really starting to miss the mountains or I'm just feeling down and I just need like that boost of beauty. I just want to feel those good feelings again or the memories, you know, I can kind of page through that book. And then I got to thinking too that I might even make a digital version of the book so that I could put some of the videos because I record videos of a lot of the waterfalls and the sound of the water running just because I love the sound of water. There's just something about it that just calms me. Um, I don't know. It just it's just very calming for me. And I also just love the sounds of nature. So I tend to take videos of those types of things. And so I thought if I do a digital scrapbook, I can put those in there also. And then I even got to thinking I might just create kind of my own white noise videos because the sound of the running water, like what would be better than hearing a a mountain river, like a babbling brook, hear that when you're trying to fall asleep at night. So kind of got me thinking, you know, some of those ways of how to bring that happiness with me. And that's just an example. You know, I've talked a little bit about what I like to call my happiness tools. And those are just the things in life that we know we can turn to when we're feeling sad or overwhelmed or just plain stressed out. You know, having those tools in your toolbox. And for me, the mountains and the memories and the pictures, the videos, those are all 
happiness tools or tools in my happiness toolbox because I can turn to those, I can look at those pictures, I can watch those videos. And what it does is it starts to bring on some of those happiness feelings or those feelings of happiness because it reminds me of the times and what we were doing when we were hiking or when we were looking at these things. But even if it just gets me to smile and like a little smile breaks out across my face or a happy memory pops in my head, that is a great like pattern interrupter. And so when you're feeling negative or sad or overwhelmed, if you can think of something that makes you laugh or smile, just having that smile pop on your face, it kind of brings on the endorphins. It kind of flips a switch in your brain and it makes it easier to feel those happy feelings again or makes it easier to get out of kind of that negative um, negative spiral or that negative pattern that you're in. And that's one of the things as we go through this journey. It really is a lot about recognizing the signs or maybe more importantly your signs and knowing what to do. Like you can usually tell when you're starting to feel overwhelmed or stressed. You know your signs. And when you start to understand what those are, then you can use your tools to interrupt the pattern of those signs or of those negative emotions. Um, I heard Tony Robbins once describe it as scratching a record so that that portion of the record could never play again. Um, Tony Robbins is one of my favorite kind of self-help gurus. Um, I've listened to him for years and years, really. He helped me when I was first going through the divorce. I just listened to one of his courses, his online courses. And just, um, so if you can ever... Uh, likes to do a YouTube search for him and just some of his videos. He just has a really good way of talking through like how to interrupt patterns, how to change your focus, how to achieve the things you want to achieve, things like that. So just kind of thinking back to that record, you know, if you you know you have a negative pattern that starts to pop up. So maybe when something isn't going the way you want it to, maybe you start talking down about yourself and why can't I ever do this right and why do I always do that wrong? And you, you see that negative pattern. If you can visualize that you're just taking, you know, the needle of that record player and just scratching that part of the record so that you can't play that again, it makes it easier to kind of change some of those negative patterns. So just a little tip there, but that was just something as we came back from vacation, kind of like a tool that I was thinking about. So back to our vacation. As we were hiking one of the trails this year, we stopped to admire the view of Long's Peak. And if you're at all familiar with Rocky Mountain National Park, I'm sure you're familiar with Long's Peak. At 14,259 feet, it sits above or towers above all the other summits in Rocky Mountain National Park. Um, And I actually know a couple people who have um, hiked and climbed to the top of Long's Peak. So it was kind of cool to sit there and look at it. And as we were standing there admiring how beautiful it is, a couple of hikers stopped to chat. Their son had recently climbed to the summit, and they shared just a little bit about his experience with that. Um, and you know, he was an experienced climber. I guess he's climbed lots of other mountains um, around. But even as an experienced climber, he had to turn back several times because there would be like weather issues or just other challenges. Um, you know, and my daughter, she has dreams of climbing Long's Peak. And at first I'm like, yeah, no problem. We can do that. Let's just train for that. Um, But after listening to the couple share their son's experience and then doing a little more research here on my own when we got home, you know, I'm not sure if it's something that I'll be able to do. Uh, So a little bit about Long's Peak, there are actually several routes that you can take to climb it. The most popular one is through what they call the keyhole. 
And this one is defined as like a non-technical route. Um, it's the easiest route up, but um, everywhere I read, especially in the Rocky Mountain National Park pages, they're like, this is not a hike, this is a climb. So just because it's the easiest route doesn't mean that it's totally safe. Okay, so it is a 16 mile round trip hike. Um, and they say that you should usually start it at about 3 a.m. in the morning because you want to summit and then get back down um, below tree line before noon because um, a lot of times there are thunderstorms with lightning in the afternoons. So you just want to be sure you're below tree line so that you don't risk getting struck by lightning. Okay, so it still is really um, listed as a challenging hike. It's recommended that only advanced hikers who have experience on long routes at high altitudes actually attempt it. Okay, so the keyhole route, it does cross some vertical rock faces. Um, there's falling rock exposures. Um, it does require scrambling on all fours, so like climbing over some boulders and things like that. And there are also some narrow ledges, loose rocks, steep cliffs all along that route. So, you know, they also say depending on the conditions, you could run into some snow or ice depending on the time of year. So it's just, it's even though it's the easiest route, it's not an easy route, okay? So then the most challenging route is up the east face of the mountain, and there's a portion that is called the diamond. So when I looked at pictures, it really is just a sheer walk, rock wall cliff. To me, it really just looks like somebody just took a knife and cut off a side of the mountain. You know, it's just really this straight cliff kind of. Um, and that this one is where true rock climbing comes to play. There are a number of different climbing routes that people can take up that rock wall also. And the easiest, I'm saying that with air quotes, um, is called the casual route. Okay, so regardless of how you want to reach the summit, there are a number of different ways that you can do that. Okay, so when it comes to summiting Long's Peak, probably one of the most important things is to know what your skill level is. For me, I know that at least at this point in my life, I don't have the skills to even take the easy route. Okay, so even just that easy route, the keyhole route takes training, it takes skill. Um, and for the rock climbers, you know, you need to know which level of difficulty or what level of skill you have. Okay, so as I was thinking about this, um, you know, as I, we were talking with this couple, I guess a thought that came to mind is no matter which route you take, when you get to the summit, everybody sees the same view. Okay, so if you take the keyhole route, you know, the the easy route, or you take the rock climbing like the wall and you take the easiest of the rock climbing routes or the hardest of the rock climbing routes, everyone ends up on the summit, right? You all get that same beautiful view. So choosing the right route at the beginning, knowing what your skill level is, that's probably the most important step. Okay, now I know that for a lot of climbers, um, there a lot of that is challenging themselves. Okay, so they want to really push themselves. But it also made me kind of think about like if you're a brand new climber and you decide that you're going to climb the rock wall and you're going to take the most difficult route the very first time, chances are you're probably not going to make it to the summit. And there's probably a really good chance that you would get injured as well. So being able to assess your skill level um, and taking the route that matches your skill level increases your chance of getting to the summit, right? And then that there's nothing saying that you can't then the next time take one of the harder routes, right? Well, I kind of feel like 
life is that way too. You know, um, we may know the destination that we want to get to in life. Um, you know, and maybe it's like, even if you're just thinking about retiring, maybe that's something we all want to get to, or we all want to get to the point where we're married and have kids, or you want to be a grandparent or whatever that destination is. There are a lot of different ways to reach that route. And some will be easier, some will be faster, some might be more challenging, but you in the end can still get to that same point in life. So the key is choosing the route that is best for you and your abilities at the point that you are in life and being able to do that. You know, and then also I think the other key is adding to your toolbox and having your happiness tools and knowing what tools you're going to need, knowing what it what training you're going to need to get to where you want to get to is the other thing too. So I just thought it was kind of it, it was an interesting aha for me as I was sitting there looking at this beautiful mountain when I first thought, oh yeah, no problem, I can just walk up to the top of that mountain. And then realizing that, no, I didn't have the skills and ability at that time, um, you know, and maybe I need to go and take a class and learn how to do some rock climbing, or maybe I just need to physically prepare my body for altitude. You know, there are things that we can do to make it easier for us to get to those routes. So that was just kind of a tip that I, I thought of as we were on our beautiful vacation. Um, and like I said, if you've never been to Rocky Mountain National Park, if you're an outdoors person, if you love the mountains, it is someplace that you need to add to your bucket list because it is absolutely gorgeous. Um, and it just, I don't know, there's something about the fresh mountain air, the sounds of nature. There's just something that about that that really kind of helps refresh and reset um, all of my emotions. And uh, I don't know, it's just one of my favorite happiness tools, I guess. So until next time, my friends, choose to be happy. As always, thank you so much for tuning into the Make Happiness Happen podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you're subscribed wherever you listen to podcasts. And even better, leave a positive review. If you want to dive deeper into the topics and discussions we have here, I would encourage you to head over to makehappinesshappen.com and sign up for my newsletter. It's the best way for us to get to know each other even better. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next time on the Make Happiness Happen podcast.